Your life is a direct reflection of the expectations of your peer group. That's a quote from Tony Robbins. I want to give that a little bit of context. What I mean by this is the people you are surrounding yourself with on a consistent basis, you will slowly become them. This is one of the greatest cliches of success of all time, but it's what most people roll their eyes at and don't put intentionality behind. And I want to give you an exercise today to help you analyze who is actually in your peer group and what you can do to start to change it. Welcome to the Path to Mindset Mastery Podcast. My, my name is Brad Bizjak. I'm a mindset strategist and coach, international inspirational speaker, certified high performance coach, and creator of Appreciation Academy. And my mission is to help you maximize your life, to help you elevate your career, your mindset, your relationships to a level beyond anything you ever thought possible so that you can come alive. And this is all about the power of environment. And as we start off this talk, let's discuss the difference between poverty and wealth. And this will make a little bit more sense in a second because poverty and wealth, I don't just mean in financial terms. What I mean is a scarcity mindset or a wealth mindset, an abundance mindset. In order for poverty to win, no intention is needed. What does that mean? It's just like Jim Rohn said, stand guard at the gates of your mind or weeds grow automatically. What that means is if you want negative mindsets to come to you, you don't need any intention. That will automatically happen. But in order for wealth to win, in order for abundance to win, in order for this abundance free mindset to be there, it has to be 100% intentional. Poverty needs no plan. It's bold. It's ruthless. Poverty will just happen. But wealth, wealth is like a cat. It's shy and timid, and basically, you have to attract it if you want those cuddles, if you know what I'm talking about. So today, I'm going to teach you, in my opinion, one of the most important factors in wealth creation, because anybody can wish for wealth and success. In fact, most people do, but only few people access it, and a lot of that has to do with today. It is so important. It's one of the most important pieces of success. And I stand by this, the greatest life hack in the world is selecting your peer group intelligently. Because when you're around people that expect you to succeed, guess what? You succeed. Because nothing great is ever accomplished on its own. When a group of people is coming together and coordinating and functioning in harmony, the increased energy that's created in that alliance becomes available to every single person in the group. And everything is energy. So if you're around people that are crushing it, guess what? You start crushing it. So today is about peer group, but let's discuss this because there's five ways to take a look at your environment. First thing before I actually get into what those five things are is let's make a decision here, a distinction here between what a friend is and a peer. What's a friend? A friend is someone that supports you and loves you, but a peer, a peer is someone whose opinion you value so highly that you will change what you value and how you act in order to gain approval. That is a peer. So with a peer group that's playing ball at such a high level, that's doing insanely successful things, guess what? I have to level up when I'm around them because when people around you expect you to succeed, you succeed. If I take a look at my peer group at this time of this recording, I'm hanging out with people that are doing millions of dollars a year in revenue, people that are presidents of different companies and heads of divisions at different financial companies and equity partners at trading firms and best-selling authors and like elite athletes and people that have people like uh, prime ministers of uh, foreign prime ministers of countries and their masterminds. Like these people that are playing ball at such a high level and I don't share that to impress you, but 
because to impress upon you that when I surround myself with these people, I have to level up. I have to, because they're all crushing it and they're doing things that I think are hard, but it's easy to them. And so if you think something is hard, but you're around a bunch of people that see that same thing as simple or easy, guess what? It becomes easy for you much, much quicker. Now, this is not to say that you need a network with people playing ball at that level in order to start and to thrive. You start where you start. When I was starting, it was just a couple people that were trying to figure their stuff out. They were driven, they were hungry, they were inspired. But the point is proximity is power. Proximity is power. And like I said at the very beginning of this episode, your life is a direct reflection of the expectations of your peer group. So I want to give you the five categories of your environment, the five categories of your network and help you kind of analyze and see where they're, where you're at with it. So you can start to grow and thrive and start with the first success partnerships. Success partnerships are super, super important, but what most people have with success partnerships are just big complain fests where they get on a Zoom or on a call and they just talk about what's not working in their life and in their business. That is not a success partnership. A success partnership is a mutually beneficial meet between two people that cause you to grow and thrive, that cause you to expand, that cause you to go to the next level. That's a success partnership. And here's what's interesting about success partnerships. You have to test them and give them a fair shot to see if they're going to work. Because I remember the first six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 20 success partnerships that I had did not work out. And that's okay. The first one likely isn't going to be the one you stick with, but you have to dive in and give them a fair shot to find your person, to find your success partner. You got to dive in that way. Otherwise you're going to find that you're doing it alone. Big mistake with success partners is not having one. And one of the reasons people don't have one, one of the main reasons is because they're like, well, I'm not winning yet. Why would someone want me in their peer group? That is a focus on yourself that is not focused on service. If you want to win in success partnership, you need to be of service to other people. That's success partners. It's people that are playing ball at a high level that are going after huge dreams and huge goals and you have to get around them. The second category of environment are masterminds masterminds, which is basically a group of success partners. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because it's essentially the same thing, just multiple people doing it at once. And when you have, let's say four people that are just going after it and one person in that group that's having a harder week, guess what? They adopt the mindset of those four other people that are going for it and they start leveling up, right? And then the next week, someone else is having a tougher week and the other four people level them up. It's the same thing as success partnerships, just playing ball at a high level. Number three, Mentors, mentors, you need some quality mentors in your life. And the beauty of a mentor is that you can take what took someone a decade to learn or longer and shrink it into a couple of days. You can role model what got them to where they are. But here's a mistake that a lot of people make with mentors. What mo the mistake most people make with mentors is they just role model the action steps that the mentor took. They just role model the actions. But what I also encourage you to do with mentors is to role model the thoughts and the beliefs that this mentor has, because then what you're doing is you're role modeling their operating system. You're role modeling the thing that got them to be successful. But if you have a limited operating system, a limited mindset, but you role model the exact same behaviors as the mentor, the actions of the mentor, you're not going to get nearly as many results. So you want to role model the actions, the thoughts, 
and the beliefs of this mentor. How do they think? How do they think a little bit different than Lee than me? And how can I learn? How can I grow from that? This person has walked the path. They're further down the road, but you need mentors near and far. What does that mean? That means a mentor that's in your type of business or your world. You need that type of mentor, but you also need a type of mentor that's kind of afar. So for me, that would be someone like Tony Robbins or Brendan Burchard, right? Brendan Burchard is more close because Brendan Burchard is someone that I'm actually in his small group masterminds and he mentors me on a regular basis, right? That would be a more close knit mentor from afar. That's Tony Robbins. I don't have access to him, right? I don't have access. I learn from his stuff. I go to his events, things like that. That would be an example, but you want mentors in your life that cause you to grow and thrive. And here's my advice to you about mentors. If someone has what you want, you should weigh their advice pretty heavily. But what most people do is they take advice from people that support every bit of their ideas. Mentors will challenge you to become more. They'll help you think in a different way that's likely uncomfortable. My recommendation is to take that advice. Number four, coaches. Coaches are a little bit different than mentors. Coaches are very similar in some ways. It, coaches and mentors can kind of have a similar role and kind of bounce back and forth. But a coach is someone that you've hired to help you level up. And this doesn't mean that a coach knows more. But what a coach does is they do a really great job asking questions that allow you to unlock potential within yourself. A great coach is not a know-it-all. A great coach, if you ever are on a coaching call with me, I ask questions. I don't tell people what to do. Podcasts, right? I'm not having an interaction with someone. So I'm mentoring in this instance, but with my coaching relationships, I'm asking questions that unlock things within people. A great coach is not a know-it-all. A great coach is someone that can unlock potential by guiding someone to their own answer through the power of question. And a coach does not need to be more successful than their, uh, than their clients. Think about it like this. Why does LeBron James have a shooting coach that does not play in the NBA? That's an interesting question. LeBron James is arguably one of the best players in the NBA. Why is his shooting coach someone that he trusts implicitly to help coach him on his shooting? And he's not in the National Basketball Association. How does that make sense? Because a coach can call out blind spots. A coach can call out things that that person might not see. They're in the zone with you. They're watching how you do things and they challenge you. So if LeBron takes a shot and the flick of his wrist is off a little bit, that coach will be able to point that out. That's the power of a coach. And finally, in your environment, there's a fifth category and that's friendships. Friendships are so important. You need some friends, need some friends, but some friends support you and are fun to hang out with. And this is beautiful. You need them. And sometimes a friend can upgrade to a peer, right? This is more rare, right? Let me give you an example. My buddy, Jim, we went to college together and you know, we did a bunch of stuff together in college and we had different jobs and stuff. When we got out of college, Jim was a friend first and he upgraded to a peer. Right? He's always been kind of a peer because he's someone that's always played ball at a high level, but it's more rare to find that. It's more rare to find someone that upgrades to a peer after a friendship. Most of the time, if you start as peers, those peer groups turn, those peer relationships turn into great friendships. So what's the reason I tell you all this? Because I want you to take a look at your group. I want you to ask yourself a couple questions. 
First question, what qualities, actually before I tell you what that question is, I want you to think about this. What would happen if you started to see your life like a multinational corporation? What does that mean? Think about it like a multinational corporation. A multinational corporation has that's publicly traded has a group of people that dictate the direction the company goes. That group is called a board of directors. So I have a question for you and I want you to pause me and answer this. What qualities would you want to see from someone that's sitting on that board? What qualities? Is it hunger? Is it drive? Is it caring? Is it resourcefulness? Is it action? What are the qualities of someone that's sitting on that board of directors? And I want you to really think about that. Pause me and really think about that. And really think about what are the qualities, the emotional qualities, the action, etc., of someone sitting on that board. Also think about what are the accomplishments that you'd like to see from someone who's sitting on that board? What do you want, like how have their feet moved over the last X amount of years? What are the accomplishments you'd like to see? So take a look at that and pause me. But before we go into how this can really help you in your own life, I wanna pause you for a second. I wanna pause you and what I'd like to do real quick is give you an opportunity to enroll in Morning Mindset Mastery. If you love mentorship, which we've talked about in this episode, and you love this idea of having someone who's walked the path of mindset and success who might be like on the same path, but maybe just a couple steps ahead, pointing out some areas where you might be able to shorten that learning curve and you want to start every day in empowerment, you got to hop on board with Morning Mindset Mastery. What is Morning Mindset Mastery? It's a way for you to start your day in empowerment so you can transform your day, your week, your month, and your entire year. It's short daily two to five minute videos sent right to your inbox every morning. Most people start the day in reactivity to what's going on in the world around them. My challenge to you is to start your day in proactivity with thoughts and beliefs that will help you level up. It's daily success coaching. You can find that at bradbizjack.com slash morningmindsetmastery. We've already linked it up right below this. So you can go there, pause me, and get enrolled right now. So let's dive in and ask, why does this have to do with you? This board of directors concept, the qualities we want to see in our board of directors, the accomplishments we'd like them to have, But the reason I ask that is because I have a third question for you. Who are the five people that you spend the most time with? Who are the people that you spend time with on a regular basis, not including your kids? And I want you to write those five names down. And then I want you to circle the number of people on the circle of the people on that list that have the qualities of what you would want in a board of directors member. And you're going to have an amazing bit of aha, amazing bit of awareness, an amazing aha moment, an amazing bit of awareness to help you change your life. Because most people think their peer group is playing ball at a high level, but most, most of their peer group isn't playing ball at a board of directors level. And if you're not at that place, since your life is a direct reflection of the expectation of your peer group, if you're not in that place, you're going to notice you're slowly going to lose the motivation. It's going to dwindle and dwindle and dwindle. Think about it like this. If you have a goal of being a bodybuilder and you go to lunch with four other bodybuilders and those bodybuilders are ordering, you know, the turkey patty without the bun and, you know, they're in a, in a salad. Another person orders a salad. Another person orders, you know, a green drink or whatever it is. What are you going to order? If your objective is bodybuilding and you're with 
four other bodybuilders at lunch and they're ordering those things, what are you going to order? Probably something very healthy. But let's say your objective is bodybuilding and you go to lunch with your college buddies or your college friends and they're ordering chicken wings and having a, a bunch of beers and nachos and mozzarella sticks and all these things. What's going to happen? The first time you might be like, we'll power it out, right? No, 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 I'm not going to have that. But what's eventually going to happen? What's eventually going to happen is you're going to cave. Oh, just one mozzarella stick. Because we always tone our life down or up to match the qualities of the people that we spend time with. That is super, super important. And what a lot of people are wondering, like, okay, I get I get and understand that this board of directors isn't really what I want it to do. It's not where I want it to be. It's not how I want it to go. How do I find the right people? We talk about that in my program, Appreciation Academy, which is actually getting released very, very soon. Stay tuned for that. It's getting released soon. But we talk about how to find those people in that program. We talk about how to structure that mastermind, how to structure that success partnership so you actually get the most out of it instead of spending 15 minutes on small talk, then like, uh, what do we talk about? We'll teach you how to structure it, how to find these people, how to level up. That is all in Appreciation Academy. But for now, what you need to understand is that your life is a direct reflection of the expectations of your peer group. And so if you are not leveling that up intentionally, it's not just a, like survival is automatically going to happen. Success and happiness, that's your responsibility. Being around people playing ball at a high level, that's not just automatically going to happen. You need to be proactive about that. You need to be proactive about finding those people, adding value to them, and getting in their circle. I'll teach you how to do that, do that at a later time, but for now, you know you need to. You need to analyze your peer group and ask yourself, is this really serving me? Is this truly helping me get to where I want to go? Another thing we talk about in Appreciation Academy is what if the people you surround yourself with are family and they're negative? What do you do if, let's say, that your spouse isn't playing ball at that level? Is it okay that your spouse isn't on your board of directors? How do you deal with people in your family? Those are all things that we need to discuss. It's all super important that we discuss deeply in Appreciation Academy. But what I want you to do right now is if you found value in this episode and you're like, wow, this really gave me some awareness, some aha moments about what I need to change, take a screenshot, share this in your Instagram story, share this with other people so more people can start to analyze their peer group and see where they're at in their life. And also head to iTunes, give us a rating and review. Help us spread the word by spreading your feedback on how this is serving you in your life. And of course, Make sure you join Morning Mindset Mastery, your daily two, three, four minute inspirational videos that allow, allow you to start your day in empowerment so you can transform your day, your week, your month, and your entire year by being proactive about what you flood your mind with first thing in the morning. I hope this episode added so much value to your life. My name is Brad Bizjak. Thank you so much for coming to the Path to Mindset Mastery podcast and listening to this episode today. Go out there today and every day and live your life with a genuine smile on your face. I'll see you next week.